Welcome to the RV Navigator Podcast, your RV lifestyle digital home. Visit the RV Navigator homepage at rvnavigator.com. And now, here are your hosts, Ken and Martha, podcasting from their mobile RV studio that might be parked in a campground near you. Oh my God! It's time uh, for you to quit hibernating. It's time to wake up. But but, but it's, it's it's only the middle of the month, co-pilot. But yes, what's, you remember we I promised remember. our listeners sleeping. What? We promised our listeners we would we? speak to them mid-month if they gave us we? some good ideas. Oh, oh, but they didn't. Thank God, I'm going back to. Sleep. Oh, they emailed us lots of wonderful oh, suggestions no. and gift ideas. But co-pilot, I, I'm tired. I was, they, 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 they want us to do a what? They wanted to hear I from us what? twice this month. I promised what? And we said if they wrote to us and gave it's, us good ideas. It's, it's, it's in the middle of December, for goodness sakes. Oh, pull yourself together, oh. man. <laughs> Here's a cup of coffee. Wake up. This is Ken, your RV navigator. And Martha, the co-pilot, having finally gotten him on the road, <laughs> and we're 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 ready to do another podcast already, right? Already, but but I'm in Florida. Well, that wasn't part of the plan. Oh no! You were what supposed to be at your at-home recording studio today, oh. but you're stuck here in Florida, trapped away from the ice and the below zero temperatures. It's of cold home. at home. Very. Oh. And your flight was canceled, and you're still in Florida, but it's the middle of the month. And but I'm promise feeling the love from our listeners. We sure have. I, we threatened to do a, a mid-month podcast if only they would send us suggestions. And they did. Oh. One of them came what? all the way from Israel. Imagine Israel? That. Someone named Nir was talking about how our electric, lone Israeli listener el- electric scooters are popular there and he gave us a website right yes and we're going to show it to you in a few minutes or we're going to put it put on it the up. on the page yes so we can see the electric scooters that he recommends and he makes another fabulous suggestion <laughs> what totally ridiculous suggestion well he doesn't know you that well his suggestion is regarding old gadgets that you no longer use but are still in good order challenge your listeners for them ask them to write in or do something for them and then draw out the lucky number uh, that huh? might cost you some money. <laughs> You're probably not going to do that. Uh, well, have you ever heard of Craigslist? They're always for sale. <laughs> Maybe they don't have Craigslist in Israel. <laughs> ah, the Craigslist Jerusalem. I want to know more about camping in Israel. I hope Nir writes us again. That's uh, a that's an interesting thought. Yes, we've never been to Israel, and we would like to. But I do sell all of my gadgets, and I do sell them before they're dead and and uh, useless. Usually, there's a long line, which I'm fortunate usually at the head of, or at least I get waiver rights. No, but I'm very jealous right now, though. Because my computer is the newest. I love my MacBook Air. We're recording this on the MacBook Air, and... She gets it. I haven't got it. I haven't been able to use it for 10 minutes in the total time we've owned it, and she loves it. 
I recommend it highly. Okay. So why are we here in Florida? We just finished doing a wonderful cruise. A cruise? And uh, we were on... Was I sleeping? N- not during the cruise. <laughs> Did you sleep through that, too? And we were on the Allure of the Seas, the largest cruise ship afloat by two and a half inches. By two and a half inches, yes. <laughs> we were on the inaugural and the maiden voyages. We now, were you never, tell us what the difference we is. We were never sure which one was first. <laughs> Neither were they. Uh, but we had an absolutely fabulous time. We've cruised over 60 times, and so we're kind of hard to impress at this point in our lives. But this ship was magnificent. And I think if you we talk about cruising as being RVing on steroids, this was cruising on steroids. So this was RVing on steroids, steroids. And, and what particularly in- impressed me on the ship was the entertainment. Um, all cruise ships well, have entertainment, but this was of a higher caliber, comparable to what we would see in Broadway or on a Las Vegas show. Yes. Uh, really slick, high tech. There was one show we were watching where I could see Ken's head swiveling 360 <laughs> degrees throughout the entire show. I don't watch the shows. I, I watch was how, focused on I always the wonder stage, how they do it. And he was trying to figure out where it all, all the effects came from. Now, they had a glow that was in the center of the stage suspended on a string uh, on a string it had the world projected on it it was not painted on it it was projected and it looked like the world was revolving and and it was on the globe 360 degrees and i couldn't see how they could project on it like that but it was cool so some of you techies out there how do they do that and, of course, the other thing that really impressed us about the Allure is how huge the venue areas are and how little you felt like you were at sea because yes. so much of it is uh, sheltered from the ocean. Um, a huge park area called Central Park with trees and 4, flowers. 4,000 Fresco dining and shopping. All Fresco dining in the middle of the ocean. All outside, that? but you couldn't e- without see Without seeing the ocean. The ocean. Right. This, this ship is very much uh, in a style of hotels at sea um, there are two types of cruise ships i think um, ones that that represent cruising as an ocean experience and those that represent hotels and they try to keep you sheltered from the sea as much as possible and but we had like an oceanfront room on our balcony but which that's like having an oceanfront room on your hotel but when you're eating and you're otherwise uh, engaged in activities you don't see the ocean and this one was that in spades because it has this seven-deck-high tunnel down the middle that's open to the sky, and it has all of these activities in it, um, a boardwalk with face painters and balloon sculptures merry-go-round. and merry-go-round and uh, Johnny Rockets and hot dog stands and all Mexican that sort of stuff. Restaurant. And then, Mexican restaurant. And then, you know, just tons of restaurants, places to eat. And then the the Central Park, which is a whole other ca- uh, canyon in the in the ship with balconies that open on to the middle so that when you you would never even know you were at sea and this ship because it is so big had virtually no motion and the other we thing sitting- that surprised us with a ship so big you worry about being with 6,000 people or so and standing Passenger. in line and we the only time we ever stood in line the whole 11 days we were on board uh-huh. was to get off and that was because of our beloved immigrations and customs people yes. but otherwise because there are so many venues and things going on and places to be it disperses people throughout the ship and we could do whatever we wanted to do whenever we wanted to do yeah, it 10 or pl- it 12 great. places to eat um, 
and it was it was a very fascinating experience. So, if you are looking at a first cruise, uh, in particular, this would be an, and or and or family cruise that you want to make sure that everybody has plenty to do. It has a zip line. It has a ice skating rink, climbing wall, climbing wall, surfing, surfing, mini scuba golf. lessons. They have a tank that's uh, about twenty-five or thirty feet deep, so you can go scuba diving and get your PADI certification. Slick shows for kids as well as for adults. Helicopter port in case you have to be evacuated <laughs> off the ship in case as you ate too much. Somebody did. <laughs> yes. So, so as you can tell, we're pretty high <coughs> on the allure of the seas and her sister, the Oasis, which we have not been on, and would recommend it highly to anyone who is at least the least bit fearful about cruising. Now we should also add that because these ships are so very large, they're very restricted in where they can go. So if you are itinerary. <coughs> If you are itinerary driven, as we generally are, um, it's quite restricted to the Caribbean because there aren't many many docks that are long enough uh, for it to tie up. And tendering for a ship that size would not be very practical. No. So you will not see it outside the Caribbean for the either one of them for the foreseeable future. And they do have their limitations, but uh, if fun is not one of them. You know, and before we left, people said to us, where are you going? And we said, we don't care. We're going for the ship. And having been on the ship, I would still say that that's the case. That's that's why you go. You could spend your whole week and not, not bother to get off, I think, and still have a really good time. And they have, they have four pools, including one sports pool, which is cool, where they have volleyball and that sort of stuff. They have t- a basketball court, uh, a mini golf. What other activities? Uh, just It's just a, a huge range of activities for the family to do and most of them are free just a few things were a little bit more expensive so how was the food um it was very good certainly much better than my own cooking but not quite the caliber of some of the other cruises we were on we we would give it an a minus rather than an a i would say and royal caribbean has been working on this concept for quite a while Um, we sailed quite a few years ago on the explorer of the seas and it has a cavernous canyon down the middle which was a big wow at that time time. but now this one has several and uh being three football fields long it's it's very impressive in terms of the size they actually talk about uh that the rear end of the ship the aft end and the bow are on different time zones it kind of felt like it you get some (laughs) exercise on this ship and of course all the technology on the ship was very impressive to someone such as the rv navigator indeed Uh, i was worried being always lost that i wouldn't find my way around the ship but every floor in strategic locations they have an electronic signboard that is touch sensitive and you can punch in your room number and it maps out for you the best route to get to your room you can punch in where are the rest Restaurants. You can punch in which restaurants are uh, have space for people, which ones are getting full. You can punch in what child activities are going on at the moment, and it told you everything you would want to know always on that interactive wallboard. Very clever. And just all sorts of uh, technology all over the place. That was very impressive. In our cabin, we had docks for both, both of our, our iPhones, <laughs> and you can check your you know your bill and and make reservations at the restaurants online. All online. In, in your, your room. room and they actually had the TVs set up so that you could do internet on them too mm-hmm. so it had <laughs> this was the first ship we went on that really had no internet cafe 
Because it didn't need it. Because it didn't need it, because everybody could access it from their cabins. Uh, we, of course, did it with our laptops, and Martha with her new Air, and she found it to be quite fast. Yeah, you always pay through the nose when you do internet on a cruise ship, and then when it's as slow as watching grass grow, that's really frustrating. But this ship, it was relatively quick. I would compare it to our motorhome yeah. e- e- internet Yes, connection. I would say so, too. And the ship actually has places that you can sun if you want to get a suntan. Oh, yeah. We're just too old for that. Too many wrinkles. So it had lots of places for... Also, oh, and the solarium. Oh, that was a spectacular space. Most of the time, the solarium, which is kind of a an enclosed sort of pool, is usually kind of hidden in the middle, and sometimes it has a, a sliding top, but it's usually not very scenic. And this ship, they put the solarium with aerodynamic windows at the very bow so that when you're sitting in the pool you get to overlook the destination wherever you're headed which is really very impressive and the glass overhead had breaks in it so you got some fresh air it wasn't air. broken it had open spaces, spaces. In it. Uh, so you got some fresh air but you weren't being blown to bits as you sometimes are at the front of a ship and of course because everything was nice and new on the ship um, plants everywhere and plants everywhere and because the crew was excited about being there they've been sailing since uh, Finland that took them about two weeks to, to cross the Atlantic to get to Fort Lauderdale and we were the first revenue passengers on board they were very excited to see us and, and they even gave us presents and to put things in in uh, in front of their passengers for the first time so uh, we don't mean to make this into a unsolicited commercial or a cruising podcast however we did start this trip on december 1st which means we have not been home since we made the last podcast and we certainly haven't been rv and we had fully anticipated being home today well actually yesterday um but once we got within landfall, we turned on our phones and we got a friendly little phone man. call from our airline saying, sorry, Charlie, you're canceled. Yes. And it's going to take us two additional days before they have space to get us home to the bitter cold. And so we're talking to you from the land of palm trees and sunshine. So some of you were very nice to send us uh, emails and I've tried to reply to all the emails. And if I haven't replied to yours, um, send me a note and all of <laughs> Sorry, I just overlooked it. But when you're on the ship, sometimes the the email is slow or it gets lost because I can only do it uh, sometimes every other day or so. So I get a whole mess of them and I and I overlook one. And I'm very sorry if um, you're in that category. But uh, I will. I tried to answer everybody's, and several of you sent us some nice links. Um, and I was planning on you know consolidating all that and getting it ready to go for this podcast, which I'm surprised to be doing (laughs) (laughs) you sound like you're awake now however um because i haven't been home and i haven't had very good internet i have not been able to really do a lot of searching on the four topics and things on the internet so we'll just have to kind of wing it here well we do still have some we don't have a printer so we we, some great emails from listeners that we want to respond to we got a very long one from bill who uh, wrote about Christmas gifts from the full-timer's perspective. And yes. his number one point, which is a very valid one that I forget about since I have a house, is that it's hard to buy Christmas gifts for our viewers because they have no space. Yes. <coughs> but so, he still had some suggestions. So his suggestion is that gift cards are a much appreciated gift, even though a lot of people don't like to give them because it's kind of like giving money. And he suggests that people pay attention to the kind of gift cards they give because um, our viewers often don't park 
in big cities. And if you give a gift card for a restaurant that's only found in big cities, it would be hard for them to use. So he's suggesting things like Camping World, Walmart, or Flying J gift cards um, as being very helpful. And then he also said for those who are into tools, think small Leathermans and other multi-tools, small cordless tools like cordless screwdrivers, LED flashlights and headlamps um, are very useful, rechargeable batteries and chargers. Um, he finds uses for his infrared thermometer all the time. Do you have one of those? Yes, I do. Oh, good. Do you use it all the time? Yes. You use it to measure the temperature of your tires and oh, to yeah, check yeah. the bearings and to make sure that they're not getting too hot because you can just stand back and zap it and it tells you what the temperature is and then he recommends bungee cord sets uh, which i think is a great idea no rvr can be without well, bungee cords f- certainly in our trailering days i use them constantly to tie things down before we hit the road and then he says for people who like to sit outside at their campsite uh, clips for picnic tables and clamp on umbrellas and folding for their folding chairs uh, might be nice um, he also talks about systems with wireless temperature sensors like clocks being useful. He says we have a couple of sensors, one in a bay and the other with the propane tank, so we can see an approximation of the outside temperature from the inside. I love indoor-outdoor thermometers. <clears throat> and then he also suggests bird feeders and binoculars for watching the birds if you're into birds, although then you also have to haul around bird seed. And he says kitchen stuff is hard, I would agree. Not everyone cooks, and RV kitchens have limited space. They're the space. ones with the cappuccino man. Well, that's a priority for them. And he says we use silicone baking cups as small bowls and other silicone bakeware that can be folded and stored, taking up less room. It's also very light. Uh, Small spice assortments and sauces can be found at gift shops. And, of course, you have to know the person you're giving it to. He says giving a Tabasco gift set to someone who thinks Alfredo sauce is spicy might not be appreciated. That would probably be me. Uh He said someone found us metal espresso cups, which we use every day instead of the porcelain ones which would be breakable so thank you bill for that very long and thoughtful email and fred also sent us a nice email that we recommend the verizon mifi as a option for a christmas present and you know the mifi is a way to connect up your computers you can hook up to five computers wirelessly to the mifi and as a matter of fact it's really saved us here because we have a, a similar system to the mifi from sprint because we were on board the ship yesterday, and we get this phone call, and then suddenly we have to get on our computers. We had to find a hotel. We had to make new the reservations airline. for the airline. Because the wait on the phone to do... To rebook yourself was over two, two hours. Two hours, and so in less than ten minutes, we had rebooked ourselves. So we only had to wait two days to go home instead of three or four. Because we find out later on in the day, when, we, we, got the when last we did two call seats. to do some other business with the airline, that we got the last seats on that phone. <laughs> and we made the hotel reservation. Although, you know, staying in this hotel has reminded me about something. What? You don't like staying in hotels. Besides that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's expensive to stay in hotels. And, and not that, convenient. And not, we don't well, have our stuff. And, and, you know, we often talk about it's really nice to sleep in your own bed and have your own stuff. And here we are doing the podcast, and we don't even have two good chairs to sit next to each other on while we're talking to you, dear listener. Yeah, but this bed was pretty crummy. I would say. I have back issues. It's it's very nice having your own bed. It is. (laughs) And uh, we enjoy that, and that's something that the hotel just doesn't have. And, you know, eating out, whoosh, we spent almost 50 bucks for dinner last night. Wow. If you had to do that every night, that would be a killer. Makes us re-appreciate the RV lifestyle. And especially considering the fact that in... (laughs) 
and this is literally true, in about two weeks we will be back here. In no, our, no, in about in our RV. Yeah, about three weeks we'll be back. Uh-huh. We're leaving in about two weeks uh-huh. uh, if the weather in Chicago. If allows we can get us out of there, <laughs> once we get home, we have to get back out of there. Indeed. I'm not sure that we talked about this as a Christmas present. This is the Wi-Fi Finder T-shirt. You would really look like a nerd wearing this. (laughs) (laughs) How many times have you wondered, is there Wi-Fi here? You whip out your cell phone and you can tell that way. Or you look down at your chest and if it's blinking, you know that you're... Ooh. It's I can see some people look good at this. I, it, it's, legitimate reason to stare at her chest. <laughs> it's blinking. It's only twenty dollars, and maybe if you wash it a few times, this it won't is a, work this anymore. Is, this, this is a legitimate project. A shirt with a built-in Wi-Fi signal detector. You don't need to crack open your laptop. Perfect for nomads with laptops. Don't buy me one of those. I'm, you know, well, and don't wh- expect to find one under the tree either. I wanted to, this is, I don't know, look at it, blink. Yeah. It's animated. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looks really nerdy. <laughs> oh. I got to have one of those. So what other Christmas items have you got? Um, here is the bicycle. Uh, uh, by the way, because we are doing this uh, after the cruise and because I'm not home, I'm not sure when I'm going to be able to do the website for this podcast. So if some of these things are kind of slow, well, if the page is kind of slow and getting up, it will be there, but please, not please early. Please cut us some slack. <laughs> cut us a little bit of slack. We're going to be lucky to get this up by the 15th as it is. Although, let's see. What's the middle of the month? The 15th. 15th and a half? Yeah. <laughs> You've got till 6 p.m. <laughs> 6 p.m. on Wednesday. <laughs> the Velo Mini Folding Electric Bicycles. And I've seen lots of electric bicycles, but this one actually folds up and weighs only 30 pounds and can go 12 okay. miles on a charge. It's called the Velo, V-E-L-O-M-I-N-I, Mini Folding Bicycle. And there's it, a YouTube. It says it can fold up or down in less than a minute and can be carried with a shoulder strap when collapsed. I might like to have one of those. No, you need the exercise. But it'd be nice just to kind of ride. You need the exercise. I can't ride around the campsite. You can ride 12 miles an hour. I can ride 12 miles an hour, well, but then I would do rather. It. But I w- okay, nice. Oh, I really like this site. This is somebody who is it? Better RVing has already pulled together um, holiday RV accessories, the topic that we want to talk about today. And a few of the things they have on there we've already talked about, but they have a lot of other great ideas. So and you're, you're going to put up a link to that website, I too, will too. Right? And the wireless leveling system. <laughs> um, if you're in a trailer, then you need a leveling system. And for $189.64, you can get yourself a wireless leveler for so that you can level from the outside without having to go in. And this would be nice, too. The quad roller massage cushion. From Amazon. From Amazon. A price-friendly massage chair easily fits most chairs, including the drivers of the co-pilot seats. It so you can get out programs, <laughs> being massaged. It features programs for full lower and upper back shiatsu and rolling massage. Oh, boy. I don't know if I need that. Um, RVer notebook software, which keeps track of uh, what's going on in your RV and your camping Keep records life. of keep where record. your money goes and how long it took but you to get places. But it's not Mac. Oh, well, never mind. So we don't even talk about that. Okay, never mind. Coleman Road Trip Grill. You know, this is the folding up grill that... that it has wheels. It looks like it's very easy to handle. I stand, and this is something very strange, but I don't know if anybody who would use this... A portable 
induction cooktop. So it doesn't get hot. From Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah. Uh-huh. $199 for a single burner. But if you needed an extra... Burner. Burner. Sometimes I do. Yeah. The RV oven is a little, a stove is a little small. So is this something you want? Christmas <gasps> is still coming. Oh, no. I've already spent too much money on my air. Yeah. I don't need to spend another $200. The Adventure Folding Bike. Now, this is good. It's only $199. From Camping World. Although we have the best of the folding bikes. Yes, we do. But We've in, talked about them we've before. Talked about that, but this one is a nice one from Camping World. We'll skip that. How about a deluxe hammock? Oh, that looks nice. We have a hammock that we have never used. And one of the reasons is we can never find two trees strong enough to tie together and put the hammock on that would hold us. Actually, our hammock is a double hammock, the Mexican way. Mm-hmm. So this one comes with its own support frame. And you don't Even need a better. tree. Garmin GPS navigation system. Of course, Consumer Reports just uh, re- just had a nice review of all the GPSs, and they found uh, the Garmin's to be very good, as well as several others. And of course, they've really come down in price. And if you're traveling without a GPS, you got to be crazy. The KVH Track Vision Slimline Satellite System. This is a slimline uh, dome that go on your on your roof, and it says it offers a full line of HD satellite receiver systems. So this is the first dome I've seen that actually has. HD is an option, but I don't know how it works. But if it does, then that will be a nice way of doing it. Most of the time, they don't have the right shape of the of the dish in order to get HD. But I haven't read about it, but it sounds like a good idea. And because a slimline is not too tall, they are coming out with these new flat dishes. <laughs> That's almost an oxymoron, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. But if you can, have, more if you can have jumbo shrimp, why can't you have flat or dishes? Is it less likely to hit the bridge when you're going under a landing well, bridge? Well, not only that, but they can, because it's flat, they can put it in a, a, a narrower dome. It just takes up less room. I guess so. I don't know. And they're recommending um, the Sony Portable Reader Digital Book. We've talked about digital books before, and they like the Sony because it also is an MP3 player. Yeah, but $299, you can buy the Kindle and an MP3 player or, or, or an a iPad. Mac, or a MacBook Air. No, no, you can't. No, <laughs> but you could buy the iPad. Looks like there's going to be no iPads coming out in April. Ooh, then maybe I can have a better one of those than you, too. Oh, Or maybe What's the guy that? from Israel will want to buy your old one. Oh, yep, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> And then they have a cappuccino maker on there from Williams-Sonoma. $89. Well, people like cappuccino. Size of a small pitcher, this compact, lightweight cappuccino maker and latte maker works by adding water to a lower temperature chamber, chamber, filling the filter with ground espresso. And then adding milk to the top. As the water heats on the stovetop, its powerful steam pressure brews the espresso and infuses the coffee. Whoa, that sounds very exciting. Uh, the Sierra Collection Wide Copper Folding Rocker. So this is a rocker that holds 500 pounds. <laughs> we, could both, RV, yeah. we could both sit on it. Mm, maybe. No? Well, I think we could. <laughs> and then they the extra have, wide rocker, please. And then they also have from Lazy Days the Sunforce Solar Charger Kit. And this is cool because it unfolds. You know, if you're looking for a kind of a portable, portable. way when you're boondocking to set out some extra charging capacity in terms of solar, this would be a nice system. And it only lists for 
six hundred to seventeen hundred dollars, depending on the size of well, the kit. Solar I guess. is never very affordable. Yeah, everybody talks about solar as a real viable option, but I don't know. Well, it's, it's uh, pretty. It's expensive. certainly a lovely idea. And of course, we have a solar panel on top of ours, and but, it wasn't cheap either. Um, last month, I generated quite a lot of interest from emails and things um, from you about these uh, boxes to watch cable TV through the internet, and. I forgot to mention a major category. I talked about the Roku box and the Boxy box <laughs> and the Apple TV and the Google TV. And the Google TV has gotten, in the last month, been really panned. So I'm not sure that... Why? Because it just doesn't do what it's supposed to do. Oh, that's not like Google. Uh, well, well, the Google phone kind of died, too. I forgot the name of it. But uh, the bottom line here is is that you can also do this if you have a... Xbox 360 or a Sony PlayStation, and they offer many of the apps, including Netflix, that uh, can help you cut the ties with your cable. So you might want to look at those as an option. I'm going to put this article up there because uh, I think it has a kind of a nice summary. And by the way, um, I have also put much of this information on Dig. So if you follow me on Dig, you probably know most of this stuff because Is that's this right. another shameless plug. Well, a shameless plug for nothing. I mean, I don't get anything for this. I just put, I just put them up. But you like to be the Pied Piper of technology. No, I don't even know. I don't have any communication with anybody up there. I don't. I just do it as a convenience for our listeners. Okay. Just like I do the whole podcast, we do the poll. Okay, so, if you'd like to take a look at that, I will hopefully post a link to that article. One of the articles that I have here is about top 10 Canadian, Canadian RV, RV destinations. destinations. Now, now, let's see. How many of these have we been to? You're probably not going to go to Canada anytime soon. No. But, but it's time planning. to start planning and dreaming exactly. for the summer. It's not that far away. And Canada has some beautiful RVing spots, some yes, great indeed. provincial parks. We've been to some of these, but not all of them. So, Kulani Lake we've been to on the way to Alaska. Okay. Banff is very famous. Yep. Um, the Gaspé Peninsula in Quebec was beautiful. And that national park there with Spruce all the birds. Spruce Woods Provincial Park in Manitoba. Haven't been there. Haven't been there. You know, we try to give you these tips in case you're looking for places to go. Fundy National Park. It's very fun to watch the... That's where they have the biggest tides tide of any change. place in the world. Right? <clears throat> and, of course, we've been to Prince Edward Island. Mm -hmm. And we were going to go to... Rosemore National Park in Newfoundland and Labrador. And well, that's still on our list. But, but it's still on the bucket list. So but if you're headed north... It's the near bucket list. It's got some good Oops. suggestions. Uh, we also found this page um, that talks about the top ten tips for using your RV. And Garden TV. This is from home. And I would say it's oh, for those of you who are um, inexperienced RVers and, and haven't done a lot of travel in your past life, and it gives you good suggestions for how to get your act together and hit the road in an efficient manner without forgetting things and taking care of everything you, you need know, to make do. A, make a pre-trip trip checklist. Take lots of breaks on your trip, which we always consider important, but as retired RVers we can kind of do that you know don't uh, avoid traveling in bad weather will we actually be able to do that this year probably not whenever we leave home it's bad weather January in is January. when we have to leave so it's always bad weather but we try to we pay very close attention to the weather at home and to the weather down the road right which we've learned the hard way which we have learned yeah that's that's one of the biggest tips here uh, in the winter time 
limit driving time, we do that. Uh, 300 to 350 miles a day is pretty much as much as we do and probably less than that. Drive defensively, absolutely critical. And that's one of the nice things about a Class A is you're up so high you can really see what's going on around you. Make campground reservations. Well, I would say that depends. Yes. Sometimes it's absolutely essential, and sometimes if it's not a busy time of year, it's nice to mosey around at your own pace and wait to hear about good things to do before you go to a new location. Store and maintain your RV. Always good to, to store it, but you need to maintain it while it's in storage. Or it won't start again when it's four below. Or it'll have a flat tire, which we <coughs> have also. Mm-hmm. So all sorts of interesting things there. I'll try to put that link up there. And Home and Garden Television also is going to be sponsoring an RV-oriented TV show. It's an insider's guide to the coolest, most loaded, high-tech, and eco-friendly and RVs. And this is going to be on January 1st at 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central, and it's called RV 2011. So it sounds like it's going to have more than one episode, right? No. No, but they've got other RV videos. Well, they have some very nice, if you go to this website, um, uh, the Home and Garden Channel, which I don't think of much as an RV place, but Home and Garden Television, and they have actually quite a lot of interesting videos and and things that are uh, relevant to us. And, of course, it's hosted by Chi Lan Lu. A world famous <laughs> RVer. If she's the one from last year. She was. Well, we don't want to say, but she's a pretty face. She's a pretty face. But the website here about the show looks like it has several good tips and tricks that you might want to take a and look other at. Other RV videos. Yes. <clears throat> we got another great suggestion from a listener regarding th- places to go. Um, he spends eight or nine months a year in a Tiffin, so a similar lifestyle to ours. And when you first start hitting the road, you have a tendency to go to those must-see places. And mm-hmm. he described it as the four corners, um, Alaska, Newfoundland, Key West, Belize and the Baja Peninsula. <laughs> Belize. <laughs> well, that's a southern corner. It would be nice. Oh, not of the United States. That's would be not. nice this time of and year. Although we have been south, well, we've been almost to Belize, but not quite. But after you've done the tourist thing for a while, uh, you might want to look for something more meaningful and to slow down a little. And so they've begun volunteering. He says they've served in three wildlife refuges. Okefenokee in Georgia, Oregon Islands in Santa Ana in Texas. Oh, we know people who volunteer there. And Alaska Fish and Game Refuge, and they're now heading for a winter in the Ocala National Forest in north-central Florida. He says our volunteer experiences have been wonderful, doing something useful, meeting nice people, while living for free in beautiful settings. Maybe your listeners would be interested in this topic. Uh, So, yeah, I think that's a wonderful idea. And this comes to us from Carl Greenbaum, uh, a, a nice listener, and he has a blog about uh, about this topic. So if you'd like to check out his blog, it's called uh, livingourdream.us. Thank you, Carl. Uh, it's very nice of you to, to send that to us, and that would be a nice Christmas present for somebody to volunteer for a nice organization. About backing up your trailer, but I can't find it. So It was tips to the, and suggestions on how to back up. And so we'll save that for the January podcast. <sighs> What do you think are the five biggest states for doing RVing and camping? I know one of them is not Illinois. Not in the wintertime. And our state parks are Right. The number one state for camping, is a little bit of a surprise to me, is Alaska. But it is a spectacular place to camp. Yes, and we are planning to go there in a couple of summers. Number two state, which surprises me, well, not really, Florida. 
which is where we're coming back to. Yes. Number California, I would have put number one. Is California. There's so much to see and do there and so many outdoor Yeah, but things. you have to think of Florida as a place where people go for the whole winter. Yeah. And that's camping. So I'm surprised Texas is not on this list. Yeah. Oregon even though it ranks ninth in size, is still number four. And number five is uh, Utah. Because of all those red rock parks in the and southern part of the state. We can definitely recommend that one. Yeah. Now, the last tip we have here is asking you, how does Santa get to your house? Can he find you if you're in an RV? Maybe, but how does he get to your house? Usually. With a reindeer and sleigh down the chimney. Well, it seems that Home Depot has many other suggestions. And they sell inflatable... Santas? Santas that use other modes of transportation. Did you know? Did they have Santa arriving in an RV? Yes, they do. Cool. That you can buy Santa arriving on on a surfboard... In a vintage in a pinstripe vintage swimsuit. Right. Or you can buy Santa uh, arriving on a rocket or skis or a biplane. Or a rocking horse. Or an RV for $130 at Lowe's. Or on a John Deere tractor. You, so Santa comes in many on a dump truck and a motorcycle. So all of these places, you might want to buy these inflatable decorations for your RV that you can set outside because you're during Christmas time so that you can show how Santa arrives at your particular vehicle. And RV decorations that are inflatable is a good idea because they smash back down again. That's right. So with this, uh, we will wish ourselves a smooth trip home. So we will be home by the 15th, so I can put this up on the web. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. And we will see you... What? In two short weeks. Well, we probably need some more suggestions. (laughs) Yes, we probably... (laughs) What should we do next? New Year's resolutions? (laughs) New Year's resolutions. Well, we'll probably be doing New Year's Eve in the RV. So if you wish to join us on New Year's Eve... We need some resolutions. New Year's Eve resolutions, listeners. Send us what you got, (laughs) and we will put them up, and uh, we'll talk about them on our New Year's Eve broadcast featuring Lawrence Welk and Champagne. And Don Hall singing Tiny Bubbles. So until then, we will be wishing you happy tidings from and Merry Christmas from Florida, soon to be back in Illinois if the weather holds. And we want to thank you once again for your um, responses and your enthusiasm. It's gratifying, highly motivating, and lots of fun for us to hear from you. Are we ending with our traditional ending mid, mid-month? Or do we need a new mid-month Oh, ending? we need a new mid-month. <laughs> Back to sleep with you. <laughs> Goodbye.